Good day, gentlemen. I would like to request your time. If but for a moment, you see old boy my cock has got three fingers stabbing into it right now, and not hold it without my permission. I need you to come over here, and pour the rest of my tea right into me. You heard me right, Captain. Fill my dick. Hello, this is Sweet Pussy. It's the Chud Show. It's the Chud Show. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Hello, this is Sweet Pussy. It's the Chud Show. It's the Chud Show. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Hello, this is Sweet Pussy. It's the Chud Show. It's the Chud Show. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Hello, this is Sweet Pussy. It's Hello, the Kut Show. Pussy. It's the Kut it's Show. The Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. It's the Chud Show. Go fuck Go yourself. yourself. Go fuck yourself. Tits and ass and tits and tits and ass. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest Chud Show. My name is Nick Nunziata. I'm your special host. And I have Steve Murphy and Justin Waddell with you. Justin, tell us about your day. It was good. It was it was actually it was just okay. Okay. Steve, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I love that new intro we got. Tits and <laughs> ass and tits and boobs yeah. and shits and fucks it's and It's a great it's a great theme song. That might be the bumper every time. It now. sums everything up very nicely. I think so. Might offend our female listener. Nope. Today is the uh what, the twelfth? Of January, the year, Never. the year of uh, our Cthulhu 2010, the year we make contact. Yes. <laughs> we are in a new fucking decade, gents. Is this the first show of the new decade, or we, did we do one already? I can't remember. We did not do one. This is the first new one yep. of 2010. Yep. Welcome. In with the old. Out with Bob Balaban. <laughs> <laughs> How, how's 2010 been treating you guys? I can't get that star child out of my way. Roy Scheider, was he Was he in that? Yep. yep. Bob Balaban. Who else was in it? Uh, Russian Gear guy? De- Gear Delay. Good delay yeah, he had a little cameo, right? Yep. As um, Old Man. And Bowman, right? Bowman? But who was the Russian man? Who was the Russian guy with the stash? Bob Balaban? John Lithgow was in it, wasn't he? Lithy? Lithographs? I think he was. JL? Nope. Naked Man? And who was the Russian chick? Gao? I don't know. I can't remember. Peter Hyams' film? I remember one of the Russian guy went out and hovered over the, uh, hovered over, what do they call the monolith? The, the large monolith, and he reached out to touch it, and I think he was no more. You know who the uh, actress was? Helen Mirren. Really? She was the Russian? She indeed was. Still working. She's great. She's a legend. She's excellent. She's in ex- excellent shape. Married to the director. Mr. Millen. Taylor Hackford. No. They are an item. They're an item, all right. He directed The Devil's Advocate. And? Everybody's all American, and I don't care. So we are uh, we are on the verge of uh, an entire new year of fucking movies. Um, I've already seen a couple of classics this season. 
the Daybreakers. We saw it together. I saw something else, right? Yeah. The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. I didn't see that one yet, but you like Daybreakers quite a bit. I liked it quen- quenchy. And, uh, Steve, have you been to the theater this 2010? No. Haven't been? Not one. I haven't even looked at a theater. That's how far away from uh, all these films are. I am these days. Good, good sentence. Yes. <laughs> it wasn't even as Yoda-esque. <laughs> I have no clue what I just said, actually. I'm too busy listening to these baby noises upstairs. Baby noises is a good Halo name. It's a good Halo name. You were killed by baby noises. <laughs> Which, when they grow up, becomes something altogether. Yeah. That's right. So, uh, yeah, we d- we saw Daybreakers together, and I saw the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus, and we could speak on those. We could. We could speak on some new releases on the DVD front. Definitely could. Most definitely could. Most deaf. Most Eisley. You will never find a more rigid former musician. Actually, he's still a musician. I shouldn't. I shouldn't Most deaf is definitely uh, uh, a musician still. In fact, he got his... Uh, I think Black Star Project back together, isn't it? What his band is called, Black Star or something? Yep, yep. Named after the John Carpenter movie that's not called that. Baby noises. This is a little bit of a cry. Fucking kid's walking on, on a thin line between getting his ass kicked. <laughs> and what? And some other shit. Um, we watched a movie today. That's why your kid's crying. Because love hurts. As soon as I brought that DVD through the doorway, through the archway, that kid started crying. So much watches, we perused it, right? Good Lord, baby noises. Actually, this, I, actually, that's not Nick's kid. That's the commentary track to the movie we watched. The underlying piece of part. <laughs> the uh, the film's author is speaking on it. So we're gonna we, have a. Are we gonna be talking to him later on? I Rob hope. Zombie? Yeah. I hope. I think we are. Yeah. So today is. The day that it was a it was a mixed blessing on DVD. Today's the day we made contact. I mean, because Moon and the Hurt Locker came out today. Yeah, yeah. Which are two different films. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Halloween came out. Halloween two. This the follow up to Rob Zombie's um, controversial remake to to the original. Controversial Halloween. and sadly lucrative. Well, some people think it's horrible, and some people just ha- just hate it. Yeah, but I don't think I, I don't think there's many people who are fans of it. No, that's one movie you can get a lot of people to agree on. Except for Rob Zombie, I suppose. Because the I first one, let's look at the financial. Let's look at the financials of that movie. While you're doing that, I, I'm pretty sure after the, when he got finished making the first one, didn't he come out and say that he was done with the Halloween things? Because right, it was I think one he was film. a little bit trying to save face because it was kind of a hard road to get that film to theaters. I think he, he. Uh, Rightfully so, though. He, I think Which he met one? with some resistance Halloween from one. the studio. Yeah, because his movie was so bad, and they kind of told him and made him make changes, and he didn't like it. And then, Nick, as Nick's looking up, it was pretty profitable. It was not as profitable as I thought. It cost 20 It made 59 So, for some reason, they decided that they needed to get Rob Zombie to continue. Um, his version of it. Retelling and yeah, I mean this one it, cost fifteen and, and made thirty four. Did it make? Did it make a lot of money worldwide or something? No one knows. Who cares? Hmm. Yeah, because that's one thing they didn't have to go back to Rob Zombie. They could have given it, given it to, uh, for example, Taylor Hackford. Could have done a doozy with that. I'm just fucking blown away. I am blown away that this guy is making movies. Well, that's the thing. I like we've said before on many podcasts. I kind of like some of his work, but 
See, I liked Devil's Rejects for a while, but mm. it's got one of those taints on it now. It's like the second time I saw it, it lost a lot before Halloween came and ruined me. Well, it's like when a band releases an album that you like, and then the, a year later, they or a couple years later, release another album that you don't like as much, and then it kind of reflects back on. Yeah, but you know, I, you're like, did did I was I mistaken before? I agreed though with the entire Devil's Rejects thing because. House of a Thousand Corpses, I completely despised that film. Mm-hmm. I saw it in theaters. Yeah, you saw it in theaters, I remember. Completely despised it. And so uh-huh. Devil's Rejects, I went in com- wanting to hate it, and I liked it, but watching it again before Halloween. Yeah. Because I was excited for Halloween. Yeah. And I went back and rewatched Devil's Rejects, and it was crap. Yeah, I don't think it's crap. I, I think that he had that style that everybody kind of liked that was kind of like that throwback to the 70s. Everybody's like, wow, this he's really doing something with it. And then Halloween came out, and they're like, oh, he's not doing anything with it. He just sucks. You Even know his I mean? thing on uh, on um, Grindhouse was dumb. Uh, was the werewolf trailer. of SS. Nazi zombies. Stupid. Yeah, I don't, that's probably the least least interesting of all those trailers, correct? What what else was there, there were, besides Don't, Edgar Wright's, and... Uh, there's Thanksgiving. Eli, Eli Ross was, was, was Machete pretty was good. the other one, right? Machete. Machete, which they're making into a movie. Yeah. Which I think they've made, actually. Um, yeah. So we watched uh, in snippets Halloween 2. We actually saw all of it. We just didn't really watch it, right? Because we were. Well, we fast forwarded. We watched we the first 20 dial. minutes of it, and then we, we did a bad thing, which was. No, fast we did forward a good, the rest. Good. We, yeah, did. We, we had Once, the dream, once we, we realized we were watching a 10 minute long dream sequence. I think we realized the error of our Well, way. there was a... That's the thing about it. It was... Some people were trapped in the theater of that film. You they know, couldn't fast People watched the whole thing. Can you... You know, there's probably people out there who were... They went opening night. Full of vigor, full of youth, love in their hearts. Figured they'd watch a, a great horror movie and then go make love. And, and have a great time. It's and they a, died in a car accident after that movie. And that was the last thing they had. Was Halloween? And they were too. probably talking about it. And they hit a cow on the way home. Yeah, somebody died after seeing this movie. Probably, I don't know. It only did thirty-three million. I don't know. Maybe it. Maybe it was one of those movies that's kind of like a good luck charm in a way. And actually, the people survived that saw it. I think it's further it's proof like that, that it's like the reverse ring. Reverse ring rule. It's further proof that some filmmakers have no business dabbling in the abstract. The entire <laughs> Pegasus silliness. In the <laughs> yeah, it was a Pegasus. I thought it was just a white horse. Just yeah, you keep w- saying Pegasus, but I saw nary a wing. <laughs> <laughs> they had a. He couldn't afford Pegasus. He can only afford white horse. He got Pegabruv. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah. In the movie, one of the things that is uh, Michael Myers is seeing ghosts or images. Uh, of his Although, mother and his younger self, and then he also sees an image of the, a white the, horse. The dream he is describing at the beginning of the film to Sherry Moon is he wants to be a Klansman. That's the entire dream. He's like, I've, yeah, I had this really cool dream that I was dressed in this long white gown. I looked like a ghost. No, she was talking about her. No, That's, he was talking about him. No, he's talking about her being dressed all in white. Well, either way, he was having a Klansman dream. And then she, t- and then she tickled him. Remember, she tickled him because he's ticklish. He he's, a, he's in an insane asylum. And, and then we find out at the end of the movie that the reason he killed all those people is because he got tickled. He uh, he was in pain. That's what Rob, Rob, Robbie Zombie was saying uh, that he was that he was in pain. That Michael Myers was in pain. That his family pain. And this is what all this comes from. Family pain. <laughs> and then, and then uh, routinely throughout the course of the movie, the gigantic bearded Mike Myers is traveling around town, 
Grizzly Adams. With, uh, with his ghost self and his ghost mom checking shit out. Yeah, I think a lot of people that follow the production of this, of this movie, and I think people kind of looked at images online. I remember Chud ran some stuff. Like, they saw that. I mean, you kind of knew that was coming, that there was going to be uh, his ghost of his mom walking around, Tiny Myers, like his little, his little self in a clown suit walking around his Halloween costume. Like, you knew that was coming, but they pretty effectively hid that white horse the whole time. That was a That was a... A surprise. I think there might have been a clip right before release, but part of the, I, I, I have to I have to give them cr- credit for the authenticity, getting the baby pictures and creating a, a pre prepubescent Shatner mask. <laughs> baby, he uh, baby the, Shat. The most realistic part to me of this was when he put the Myers. And I think this is good that they had this when he put the Myers mask on when he was bearded. The beard came out from the neck yeah, part. You, you could see beard. Underneath the mic, very, that very was, I'm happy that they kept that realistic. You yes. know that they that they they paid attention. They would have lost this, right? I would have hated them yeah. to put the mask on and then the beard disappears. But the thing that I can tell you from experience is that that shit gets pinchy. Yeah. Can you imagine if he's about to win the war and he and he gets his beard caught in his mask and he's like, "Fuck!" Is it just the Shatner mask that's uh, you know, it, it inhibits the beard, <laughs> the breath of the beard? Is that the is it just the Breath inverse the Shatner mask? Is that the problem? Is that he, why he kills people, or is that no? I'm asking you about the beard thing. Time. Yeah, like because he, he had to get rid of the mask at the end because it was uh, being too much of a bother with his beard. Is it because of the inverse Shatner mask? Is that the only Probably reason? It smells like fifty deads. <laughs> I'm still confused about Tiny Myers. That's a great name. What about hey, what about the scene where they where she's uh, running away in the hospitals? posterior and she falls into a vat of bodies <laughs> and the biggest yeah. concern i have is they left the top off yeah the here's the best is that in the, in the movie laurie strode michael myers um i guess what is what is that's her relation to michael myers his cousin is her oh, sister, sister. His sister right because yeah, she was like a baby whenever he was murdering um she after it, it takes place right after the first remake where they cart her to the hospital they sew her up because she's been bladed and um they hook her up to some ivs and then they apparently everybody vacates the hospital well, yeah two well, staff. They, 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 but not after mr zombie has close-ups of like gross shit happening to bodies like, yeah they stitch her up pull glass out of her like little sound effects like he got some macaroni and cheese while he was but they also sewed her up and put her in a bed and made her watch the moody blues nights and watch yeah, satin they, and so then the, then she's escaped and then yeah, of course michael shows up so she escapes she tries to escape, and then at one point, like Nick said, um, she's like, "Oh shit, no!" And she ha- she jumps in this dumpster. This it is a huge dumpster filled with bodies, like dead bodies. And hospitals stopped doing and that. So Nick and I were wondering, like Nick and I were like thinking to ourselves, "Why did they? Why did he invent something where there's just like a dumpster full of bodies? What hospital would have a dumpster full of cadavers?" And Steve goes, "I can't believe like the top would be off." <laughs> But you know though, <laughs> it's it, the best. He's got that little bit of a set piece, and then he didn't use it at all. You, you expect that if she's going to fall in that little vat of bodies, that they're they're going to show her freaking out, and she just kind of like eh, eh, shrugged it off. But and all our out. wondering, all our wonderings were for naught because what happened? Fucking dream. He explains it by it's all a dream. All a dream. Does, wait, does that old guy die in in, in the dream? The Richard Rule. Yeah, he was he was dreamed up. So he's a dream. He doesn't his, exist. His donuts did not get soaked with the rain. So that 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 whole she's fucked up. She had a very vivid dream. He lost a lot of kills. That's true. He lost a lot of kills from that dream. It cost him. That adds to his pain. You yeah, know? but I'm telling you, that dream sequence was at least 10 minutes long. 
at like least probably 20 it was longer than that because she kept taking she was um she had a um sp- a splint on her foot well it begins immediately after the the title and she was trying to take the stairs up and down with that splint it was taking her a long time to get up and down stairs with that plastic probably 20 uh, some odd minutes because it begins right after the title and yeah oh wait the dream starts then yes when, no Yes, yeah, pretty much. Walking down the, like when he, the street. No, no, no. When he escapes the ambulance, it's almost like it's like it has to. Be, you see, that's the thing. It's oh, like, fuck this movie. Yeah, I wonder if that's part of the dream too. It's it's, it's such. A, well, that's that's didn't the thing. Wake up, didn't it? It dream ended. Didn't she wake up and start popping the pills because she was in the other? She was a boring, ugly. Yeah, yeah. Tramp uh, stamp. Yeah, that boring. One. Is that when it ended? I can't. I think. Uh, I oh. think. Who knows? It was a dream, but it was. Uh, it was good. I mean, I thought it was very excellent. Glorious done. film. They Beautiful. should take his fingers away. Zombie? Yeah. Then um, he can't direct it. He, uh, apparently he had a really easy time with that screenplay. It didn't take him very long to make. Especially that one scene with the fuck, 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 fuck. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the... <laughs> that was a nightmare. Did Michael Myers escape from the ambulance? Yeah, that scene. Which was also a dream? The dream sequence, yeah. That was in the dream, too? I it, guess that wasn't a dream, but I guess it was. I don't wait, know. Wait a minute. Maybe it wasn't in the dream. It's so confusing. It was in the dream. It probably was. She's mm. fucked up. So it did, might not have been the dream, though. Because remember, we were confused. That, no, it might have been because we were confused about how he got out of. How did he know to go to the hospital to kill her? And that was the dream. So did, I, I here's the, the thing. I just want to tell you guys. This is what I'm going to say to you guys. We fast forwarded right after she woke up. We were so mad. We fast forwarded. Maybe someone around the dinner table was like, whenever he remember he almost got got killed her, and it was like she woke up in bed. Maybe they said. Lori, we can't believe we found you passed out in the hospital parking lot. Maybe it wasn't a dream, and we just fast forward out of anger past that part. You know what's you know what's great is, uh, let me help you figure out some of the logic issues. After the ambulance smashes the ca- the cow, and 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 people die forever, Mike Myers grabs the GPS off the dash and he hits home, and it says, "You do a U-turn," and and, and he walks <laughs> back to the hospital. That's how it happens. Turn left. Turn left, left at the turn left, Mike Myers. Turn left at the mausoleum cow. Head home. I don't think it's. Um, uh, I think it's safe to say that 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 I'm happy. That I think we're all pretty happy we didn't see that one in the theater. If right? you like horror and you like this movie, you're shit. If you like any film and you like this and you like this movie, you're shit. <laughs> I don't think it's worse than the first, though. From what I could tell, the first was has to be the worst. Even well, with the even with the Pegasus. No, the first is the, the worst. Is the worst of the expectations from it. For me, anyway. You know, Malcolm just, McDowell, wow, what an actor. Everybody in this film was an abomination. And there's a lot of people that he cast just because they're kind of like, it's not like Tarantino where he casts people that he loves that are talented. Rob Zombie casts, like, people that he watched when he was, you know. Like your boy in the Frankenstein makeup. Oh, my Daniel God. Daniel yeah, well, I was thinking of Howard Hessman. It's like, nobody's asking for his return. Margot Kidder? God damn it. <laughs> Fresh from the old pile, right? <laughs> Fucking Margot Kidder. Got the thing job. is, the Tarantino actually could probably actually write good characters for Margot Kidder and Howard Hessman. Zombie cannot. He cannot make that happen from his his computer. He has got about time. as much talent <laughs> with the written page as Carrie Conran has <laughs> with a MacBook. He has a nine-year-old's grasp of dialogue. That's a zombie. It sums him up entirely. Seen the ambulance wreck was art. Fuck. Yeah, so in the, the, what happens is the, the, the ambulance comes, picks up dead Michael Myers, quote-unquote dead, and they're they're fleeing away. Um, 
the two ambulance drivers, well, I guess one ambulance driver, one ambulance passenger, the EMTs, talking about having sex with uh, a naked body, I think, a dead, dead body, body yeah. naked dead body, and uh, they hit a cow, and so the driver's killed on impact, and then the other guy's sure. hurt on impact. <laughs> and he, what does he say? Let me do an impersonation of him I as Steve should do it. post-wreck. Fuck, 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 fuck. 14 fucks. More than that. All he does is say fuck a bunch of times and spit blood, and then he says it some more. And then Michael Myers um, wakes Michael up. Sh- he shows up at the window, and he says, this is it. Michael Myers shows up, and, and he slowly cuts the man's head off and walks around town with it. Actually, well, he didn't do anything with the head. He just cut it off. He didn't no, even. Well, he was. His, he his bomb showed up. He was. Yeah, he's planning to do something with the head, but then he saw the the Pegasus and uh, Sherry Moon rising. Zombie. Then he saw high tension and realized he was too late. So it's not a good movie. We, it's not even a f- movie to f- hate with with entertainment. No, it isn't. You feel completely dirty. The only thing that's good is I imagine that Rob Zombie will have a lot of trouble making his next film. I doubt it. I really don't think he. I mean, in this economy, no one's looking to hire Rob Zombie to do much. I'm no afraid, one goes to I'm see his. He will get even with name recognition like the Halloween titles, no one went and saw it. it was. I mean, thirty it's million get, is nothing. It's good. Although it wide release, isn't he tapped for another remake? He's he he was like. Remember, he said his next movie is not going to be a horror movie. Well, guess what? You succeeded the last twice <laughs> too. Um, but I think that he, I think he is in line to do another remake. Actually. The Blob. Is he? Is he? Yeah, that's what it is. He's is, doing The Blob. Is he working on it? It says, it's, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's an, I mean, it's not cast yet or anything. I can't wait to see The Blob with 70 sideburns. It's going to be good. <laughs> Bleach cinematography. Gary Moon Blobby. Bleach cinematography, very bland, <laughs> dull music. Blob Zombie. Sparsely populated with good actors. Well, they're talking about uh, Patrick Lussier. Taking over the Halloween franchise. Who's this? The zombie. I mean, from Zombie. Who's that? Who's Patrick Lucia? Dracula 2000. Maybe he'll reintroduce the Cult of Thorn back into the they're gonna mythos. Hand, they're going to hand the reins to the Dracula 2000 guy? Yeah. Why? He, he didn't just do Dracula 2000. <laughs> he did Dracula 2 The Ascension. That's what you said first. He did uh, Dracula 3 Legacy. He did White Noise to the Light. My Bloody Valentine. Oh, what is that? The 3D one? And he was also a visual consultant on Darkness Falls. Oh, the one uh, that's been on TV lately. Had a spirit in the woods. So he's going to remake Season of the Witch. So there you have it. So he's going to hand, they're handing the reins over to a, to a genre vet. And what are they going to give? Well, it'll uh, be, you know, it'll be direct to video. And it, it's, Zombie's already gonna, a better film. Zombie's going to consult, I imagine, right? Executive produce. They uh, there's a, there's also another some pretty hot buzz that um, Rob Zombie's going to cut his teeth in the small screen doing some episodes of CSI. Is it a joke? No. Oh, Dave Spruce's like, are you sure audiences are going to buy that? All of a sudden, it's the seventies. <laughs> What? But it's true. He, he's he's a, he's apparently interested in directing CSI episodes. If he's interested, it doesn't mean they're interested in him, right? I mean, why do they need Rob Zombie on set? His nasty hair, his nasty unwashed hair, and his a role for his wife. Definitely Un- a role for his wife. In his untalented director's eye. 
Why would they need him rolling in there with his stupid guitar and his dumb hair and his stupid T-shirt, <laughs> his dumb beard, s- fucked up freckles? What about a silly car? His astigmatism. The zombie mobile. Isn't that the car he had from, um, oh, crap. His bow legs and uneven elbows. Games we used to play with. Rob Zombie was in it. He was a, uh, Way of the Warrior? No, 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 no. He was driving around in the car. It was the car. The black, car. uh. No, was it, it metal? Twisted yes. Metal, black. Twisted metal, that's it. He wasn't in there. He was in one of them. He was in Twisted Metal 3, I think. He had a, the zombie mobile. Oh, God. Rob Zombie can direct CSI. Why not? I hope so. I hope I hope he does, because at least it's a show I don't watch. That's a, uh, now you'll have to. It's Rob Zombie. It's gonna be good. He's gonna have a good take. You know who's on CSI sometimes though, as a major villain, Kim Coates. How can you be a villain in more than one episode of CSI? He was like a major villain, and then uh, what was his? Caruso crime? burned his face. Like he tried to kill him, and then he shows up later with a burned face. Be ashamed of yourself for watching those shows. I don't watch those shows. I just know it because Kim Coates. I saw the preview and he was like interviewed. And he had a burned face. Be ashamed. I'm ashamed. Tell yeah. my wife I'm half faked. <laughs> he is sizzled on that show, but he gets to work with a genre the genre great David Crusoe, star of a million things. First, no, first genre blood. horror vet David Crusoe, star of Proof of Life. No, horror. Session 9. Hmm. Is it called Session 9? You poor people. Fits and ass and tits and boobs and shits and fucks and face. Fits and ass and tits and boobs and shits and fucks and face. We are back Little James Brown. We uh, little Durgay Scott. We're in the midst of a renaissance. It looks like um, this this month we got uh, some real winners coming. Looking ahead, we have Legion, <laughs> which uh. This is a Rob Zombie dialogue here. Fucking Legion's coming out this weekend. What are the odds this movie of Angel War is going to be good? Probably pretty high. I can't wait to see it. I'm going to see that film on opening day. (laughs) From the Likers of the Prophecy. (laughs) You know, I'm going to make it my mission this year to not see any good film in theater. It's all going to be... Solved. It's all going to be this. (laughs) Legion... And then there, those, those, the Legion was such a good experience that Paul Bettany teamed back up with um, the the director to make another supernatural um, feature that's not related to this one. He's they're shooting priest. I think he plays like a ass kicking priest in the next one. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> oh, the old Bishop the of Ghost Battle. House movie and um, well, that Cam Gigandet. The, vil- the 
He's. I swear. Look at his. Uh, his uh, career, his I, he's in every fucking movie coming out. You, listen to the cast of this. This, pre- but he was also in that movie you, that you hated last year, Pandorum. Yeah, uh, and he was also in The Unborn. He's in every movie. He was the bad guy in Twilight. He wants to be born. Yes, he First is. First Twilight. This fucking film, Priest, stars Paul Bettany as Priest, Cam, Gigandit, <laughs> Giganet. Maggie Q, Carl Urban, oh, Madchen Amick. Oh, this is a great cast. Christopher Plummer. This is what's wrong with this cast. Brad Dorif. Oh, I'm actually kind of liking that cast. Definitely seeing this one then. It's going to be Legion. This is Priest, and then Priest that comes out in in August. Well, I'll be there for it. Here's a here's an original. Here's the original concept: a priest disobeys church law to track down the vampires who kidnapped his niece. Is Christopher Plummer going to be reprising his Van Helsing role from Dracula 2000? No. Legion, however, is about fucking angel fights. And uh, Dennis Quaid's in it. He looks no- good. Another Pandora. So what's the deal with that one, though? They just come to Earth and start kicking ass? They, no, they stop at the gun shop first. They're searching for the Bishop of Battle? Was that for We're priest? talking about... This is a good cast. Yes. You got Paul Bettany. Kevin Durand. Oh, I like him, yeah. One of the Tremor brothers. He's also in the Book of Eli, I believe. Is he not? No, maybe not. Dennis Quaid. Doug Jones, Steve's friend. Indeed. I had dinner with him one night, you know. Adrian Palicki. Lucas Black. Oh, yeah. Tyrese. Mm. John Tenney. Good old John Tenney. No one's more boring. Tenney, I guarantee you Tenney gets killed at the beginning of the movie. There's no way. He's he's so bland. <laughs> he is. They have to hire him for death. But he's a good actor. No, he's not a good actor. He was in a, a really tiny movie that I used to love called Watch It. He's a he's John McGinley flick. He's in a lot of uh, the show The Closer with Kira Sedgwick. I think you watched that one too. I don't watch it. I used to watch a little bit. Damn it! But he uh, he is her love what interest. What is wrong in that. with you? Yeah, that's a ba- that's not a good show actually. I'm more ashamed. She now. gets nominated for just showing up, doesn't she's a she? Good, she's a good actress. She lays on the southern accent in that, but Tenny shows up. I can't and just believe the film. My eyes start start to wander. What would happen if a romance were to spark between John Tenny and Robin Tunney? I'll tell you something else that starts to spark when you mention that, though. Cam Gigandit. Freckles. That is not how you say his name. By I the know. Way. How I do you know. say it? I they, have no fucking care. Go to his uh, it's Bean, isn't it? How you pronounce it? Go to his life page <laughs> and uh, check out how you spell it. I think it's pronounced Cam Gigandit. How you say it? You want to really know? Yeah. Can you have the computer say it for us? It's fucking retarded. I can't even tell because it's pronounced. They they sound it out. Read it. Saw, it's got like the bizarre symbols though. Yes, it's got the backwards A. Giganut. Gigande. Sounds like a Godzilla villain. Justin, bullshit. Yeah. What is that? Well, that's not it. It looks like text pronounced. Looks like Ukrainian or something. Looks like pronounced and then Legion. Gjunt, Gjunt. Maybe that's how you say it. Gjunt. He's very well muscled. Handsome man. Very popular, very sought after in the 
June? in the world of movies right now. Mm. The next big thing. Then he's gonna be gigantic. <laughs> he is. He is in every movie. That guy is very cast. He's in Night Terror. So we've got that movie coming out. We've also got a really subtle little kind of movie called Extraordinary Measures coming out with Harrison Ford and Brendan Fraser. That guy's cast more than a fishing rod. That sounds like a. It's the worst looking. The, tra- the trailer for this fucking medical story is sap ass. Well, Harrison Ford needs to pretty much piss off. That guy's cast more than that is some really reasonable piece of bait. More than Mr. Glass's legs. I know I had to be the one to say it, but Harrison Ford needs to go away. I'm sorry, I had to be the only one to say that. That guy's cast more than broken arms. So that's 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 the. So we've got the beginning of my year already set up. Well, we ha- this week we have a massive films, Lovely Bones and Book of Eli. So they're, yeah, but they're going to be good. So I'm not going to spy next them. door. That guy's cast more than a, an away Tom Hanks. So I have to go see Legion then in a few weeks then, and then August I have to wait till Priest. It's going to be one hell of a year. A week after, we've got Legion and Extraordinary Measures. Huge, so huge what were you saying there. about Extraordinary Measures that you just think it looks terrible? It looks subtle. I mean, Pre- it looks really subtle. The preview, made me, the preview made me cry a little bit. Made me tear up. Did it remind you of the closer? <sighs> did, it, did it get you a little bit? No. It got my eye a little bit. Please. I got a little tear in there. I got angry. I started punching the computer. Do you watch? The, I watched in the theater because I'm. No, in the, I wouldn't watch it on the computer, but in the theater it gets me, and then I get a semester yet because, you know, it's sad. It's like, Brendan Fra- old Brandy is just trying to save his kiddos who are they're in bad shape, and then Harrison He's got more Ford, than one, huh? There's two of them. There's two that have that problem. What's the problem other than the they, fact? Well, they that have. They're, they're in, they're in wheelchairs and they're having problems breathing, from what I can tell, and then they're getting worse. And problems walking. And well, they, they can't should walk. turn the wheelchair over. And, and uh, Harry uh, Harry Ford comes in and he's and he's like he, <laughs> New medical he's grumpy, he's grizzled, <laughs> he's had it up to here. And Brandy was like, "Can you save my kids?" And Harry's like, mm, "Maybe." So he's playing house. He goes, "I can try to save them. I can't cure them, but I can try to save them." He's and like, then, "Do you have a PlayStation memory card?" <laughs> and then <laughs> Carrie Russell. Oh, she's in it. She's the mommy. Now I can't miss it. It's excitement balls. And then Alan Ruck's in it. Oh. <laughs> Ellen Ryuk. And then I'm like, this looks terrible. And then the end of the trailer, my eye starts to quiver. Really? And a little tear popped out. How was the music they used on it? Was it very uh, emotional? Well, I probably. They, they show all these scenes of, like, bonding between Harrison Ford and Brendan Fraser. They're, like, like smiling and, like, I guess... That's from the end of the film when the kids survive. Yeah. Well, Harry, Harry's like in there. He's like, he's like, get out of my lab. Yeah, he gets all mad. And they're like, tell. And then the kids like, Harry Ford, tell us about your. Have you been married before? And he's like, twice, kid, or something like that. And he goes, what happened? Ugh. I fuck around a lot. <laughs> I work long hours at the lab. I eat lots of Subway sandwiches instead of what they cook for me. I yell at Bruno. Ladies don't like it. But that's okay, because on Thursday I solved the wheelchair cure. <laughs> the ladies like it at first, and then after a while they that's don't a, like it no more. That's a good Halo name, though. Wheelchair cure. Do, and, and in the trailer, they have to pronounce Brendan Fraser. They're very impor- it's very important. To they call him Brendy now. He went, He changed his name to Brendy. After G.I. Joe? He's Brendy Loosened Fraser up. now. Loosened up his act. 
He is a. I like old Brendy. Do you guys like him? I don't like his hair. I think we've talked about this. Yeah. He's got some boring ass hair. That's the mummy hair. At this point, there might be some fake strands in there because he's getting a little older. So that's why it looks a little bit. I don't weird. know if I like him. I I kind of don't like him. Why? I mean, there, there are films that I think he's shit in. School but Ties is great. There are films he's good in. You know that and uh, Gods and Monsters. So I had to go to the bathroom during GI Joe. I missed his cameo. I came back and he was it was over. So what happened? What his cameo? He's just there of? helping out. In the Does tra- he get killed? Tra- no, he's just training people. Who does he play? Some training guy. He plays some mate, some GI Joe guy. Some ca- small mate. wheels, I think. Small wheels. I think that's who he played. Colonel Small Wheels. Sergeant Knife or something. Sergeant School Ties. Sergeant Stone, according to IMDb. Nice. He's in digital camo. Digital camo, right? So he was Sergeant Stone in that, and The Rock had a cameo. The Rock had a cameo in G.I. Joe, no. That was a rumor. Was he playing the Tooth Fairy? Ugh, that comes out soon. You're just lucky your daughter's not old enough to go to want to go see those things. Because there's going to be a time where you can be dragged to see the Tooth Fairy. I'll go to three. it. If she wants to go, I'll go. Because that's how much I love her. I'll go. Well, that's very sweet. Isn't that Darkness Falls? Tooth Fairy three. Yeah. Is it? Wasn't is it killer? Is it killer in the Darkness Falls? The Tooth Fairy? I thought so. I thought Tooth Fairy was Darkness Falls. I they were the same movie. <sighs> Man, that's a nightmare, huh? Darkness Falls. What's yeah. that guy doing? The Darkness Falls guy. Carrie Conran. <laughs> I wish I wish that's, that's the guy that directed the, the uh, Texas Chainsaw right Jonathan Liebsman what yeah he this is the guy that did Battle of Los Angeles too I have no idea what you're talking about Jonathan Liebsman the guy that did Darkness Falls he ended up doing the Texas Chainsaw at the beginning of oh, the, the follow up yeah and then he's, he's doing that Battle of Los Angeles that uh, we Chud did a set visit for who's in that that's about the Marine Platoon against the alien invasion. It's Aaron Eckhart, Bridget Moynihan, Michelle Rodriguez, Michael Pena. Ooh, that's, a, that's a tough cast, too. Michael Pena? Yeah. That sounds like an awful film. Does is, is that visit go well? Yeah, he said, look who. Cool. Shooting in Louisiana. I can't be good. That guy's in charge. That's a He's crap cast. Awful. Eckhart's great. Eckhart's prone to boringness. When he when he dips his toe in the genre, though, you get you get something pretty bad, usually. Except Dark Knight. He's capable of greatness, but he is—he can be very, very boring. He's great. He's, he's very Dudley Do-Right looking. You he's, know what I'm saying? He's do, delight, do you yeah. guys agree? I do agree. And the plot of Darkness Falls is as follows. It's a girl from Buffy, too. I don't care. She's cute. A vengeful spirit has taken the form of the Tooth Fairy to exact revenge on the town that lynched her fi- 150 years earlier. Ooh. There is, the tooth one, fairy? there is one great thing about that movie. <laughs> Tough town. <laughs> What'd you say? Santa Claus won't come near it. <laughs> Did they lynch the tooth fairy? Easter Bunny's like, hell no, I'm not going there. I'm not leaving my eggs in that town. sad kids. I will give it credit. One of the producers was Smiling Jack's wife. So good for them. Well, I think that movie was sort of successful. It was a horror film. It came out. Made some quick bucks. Now lives on cable. It's not a bad life. Under a pillow. Yeah, it's a shitty world we live in. Some shit movies coming out. I'm sorry, folks. This is a shit time to be a good person. <laughs> this is so true. Darkness Falls, man. Who wrote it? I left. I think it was actually that Vanderbilt cat, Jamie Vanderbilt, who wrote Zodiac. And then at the end of January, we get Edge of Darkness. It's a Mel Gibson movie. Mel Gibson movie. I'm excited about it, sort of. I am, too. It looks like he's uh, 
I shouldn't say lightening up from the character he's playing, but 2010 though light, is a, it's like the up. it's a year of Gibby. He's back. He's got that, and he's got that movie, the Jodie Foster shot, where he has a beaver puppet on his hand the whole time. I think it's good that he's not directing yet, though. I mean, he needs to take it off a bit, you know. He's going to direct again. No, yeah. I, he should direct again, but I'm saying it's good that he's not. He's easing back. And they're moving forward uh, with Mad Max without him. And I know you guys are don't care, but I wish that he would do that another Mad Max. Yeah, did, when you told me that it's, uh, uh, some what's his name? Tom Brady. Not Tom Brady. Uh, God damn it. What's his name from Nemesis? Peter, uh, is it Paul Thompson? What are you talking about? From Mad Max, the the, the new guy. It's the guy from Nemesis, right? Shinzon. Didn't you tell me that? Tom Hardy? Yes. That's a rumor. Oh, so they, also rumored, they also rumored War- Worthington for it. Because apparently they want Sam Worthington to be in every they like also, every sci-fi like genre film ever. They're going f- another rumor. Willis. You're not kidding. There's a movie about a guy with a beaver hand. <laughs> you thought was, you thought I was kidding. I hoped. Who's it? You, who's in it? What's it this called? This looks like the worst fucking movie. It's going to be great. It's Who, called The Beaver. Okay, who's in it? Besides, it's Mo so Gibson. weird that Jodie Foster would spend so much time around the beaver. <laughs> but the this, cr- is a, this is a nightmare. The script, but the script is supposed to be excellent, actually. Yeah. Well, of course it is. You're, this is going to be good. I bet. It's got the three best actors. Three Oscar nom. I mean, it's like Gibson and and, and Foster, she, and Anton Yelchin. Is, is, it's solved. You're solved. Is Foster in the movie? So she's running she's herself. A, she, she's a star. She's starring with it. Who else? Cam Giganet. It's literally those three fucking people, and then no one you've ever c- cared about in your life. So what's the deal with the beaver? He he walks around with a beaver puppet and he voices it. Voices the beaver. He puppet. thinks he, be, he treats it like a regular being. So this is uh, Beaver Rights? I don't know. Just because uh, it's supposed to be a great script, though. Yeah? It was if on that, what do they have, that blacklist or the this unproduced scripts? I don't know what they call that list. doesn't matter. It's blacklist. produced now. Yeah, Gibson's next movie is a Vikings movie. It's going to be glorious. Well, it might be. With Leonardo. What? Mm-hmm. DiCaprio? Mm-hmm. Oh, what else? What other Leonardo is there? So... Leonardo Jones. Leonardo Hansen. The is it fourth DiCaprio or <laughs> Leonardo Jones in this? Um, he's g- so it's a Viking movie and Leonardo's a Viking. He's too baby. All, yep. He's too baby faced for it. Still, well, maybe he'll get. Maybe he'll get the. Um, no, he's, he's the first Viking duop star. Is that right? Yeah. He's no longer baby. Just think of this though, Steve. <laughs> he's got a beaver on his hand. Think of this. A real think one. Of, think of Leonardo DiCaprio. Put him up. Yeah. Up to the left. Now think of Michael Myers with beard. Yeah. Then detach beard and put it on Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> and for he Viking. Still has, he still has child face. Now put some sunglasses on him and a beard. Leo, maybe you could play that role when he's about sixty, when he's got some age on his face. But he's too, you know, he's too, he's too much of a baby face. I think he's actually kind of grown into. Well, I, think, I, I, think I think he actually, looks like though, he's at least twenty. You have to now. keep in mind throughout history there have been Vikings with baby faces. You just have to understand that that can happen. So but, they're, uh, but they were in, the, in their satchels. <laughs> Did they have satchels, Vikings? Yeah, they, that's <laughs> how they made more Vikings. <laughs> that's great. It's untitled. That's great. It's Right now it's just called Untitled Mel Gibson Leonardo DiCaprio Viking Project, but in parentheses it says Babyface. <laughs> <laughs> Babyface the Red. Gonna, is that is that a real is that a go or is that just a wishful a wishful thinking project? 
It's Probably. wishful thinking. Yeah, it, it Leonardo's won't. attached to. He's attached to lots. Him and mm-hmm. Cam Gigandit. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He was definitely. I did see Twilight, Steve. I did see the Twilight. And he was the bad guy at the end. Why did you? There see was it? a. There's some bad other bad guys. Why did you? He watch was the it? main bad guy. Why? Um, it was on late and you couldn't sleep. I want to see what all the hubbub was about. Did you like it? I did not um, hate it. I did not like it. I just kind of sat up, up there as I watched it with my um, signif- significant other. Uh, Beaver puppet. And uh, I don't think I would Man. watch any more of the series. <laughs> now that my favorite actor is not in it anymore. Cam Jigginit. Are you excited about the A-Team? No. Have you seen the trailer? Nope. We're going to pause the show, and Steve's going to watch the A-Team trailer. We're it's going to be Poops, it. though. Greg Poops? It's in ass and tits and boobs and shits and fucks and face. It's in ass and tits and boobs and shits and fucks and face. Steve, what do you think of that A-Team trailer? Well, well, I don't know where to start, really, uh, except that it's, it's bloody silly, isn't it? Although Liam looks great. But why would he do a film like this? And why do they keep making these these uh, reimaginings of an old TV show? Imagine that why? paycheck. Paycheck probably figured in for him, his decision on that one. Well, it looks like he had fun, though. And that's about the only way you can approach this kind of a role. But it, everybody else, and it's Liam and no one else. I'm a Hollywood insider, so I've heard some stuff. Really? And I heard that he basically treated it as if he was... It was he and not Jeff Fahey in the Darkman sequels, and he was just basically doing a Darkman sequel the whole time. Is it the whole time? Yeah, he treated this character as Darkman. Did he even know anything about the A-Team? Not that you needed that going into this. He knew that he knew that the A-Team was a television show. Yeah. That was dreadful. It was a terrible show. I agree with that. It's, it's really a terrible... It, it actually got, gets worse with age. The trailer so, is interesting. I think the action looks good. I think Neeson looks really good. As a uh, as Hannibal, but it's all just silly overblown. That's about you could, it, right? You could tell what kind of car he was driving. <laughs> that's about it, right? I mean, do you guys think anything else looks good? You, I know you like Bradley Cooper, but he's, he's muscular. Just, he's just in it to be pretty. And then who else? Charlto. Charlto from District Nine. I'm glad he got work because he's great as uh, what? Do your little impersonation there? Hey, little sweetie. <laughs> sweet, <laughs> sweetie for a sweetie. Get the sweetie. Uh, um, and then uh, I find something. I think an, uh, an ultimate fighter or a wrestler for. For, uh, Rampage Jackson, Ultimate Fighter for uh, B.A. Baracus. I don't know. Th- these kind of trailers don't don't do anything for me though. It's just one great big explosion after another. Tyree, that's a, that's a teaser. Oh, I know, but the even Tyrese the- lost a job for B.A. I think he was up for B.A. Tyrese, okay, it's a teaser. Or Tyrese not. Gibson. Even the the real theatrical trailers can be the same thing. Tyrese Gibson. Now he's doing a movie about a, a guy with a puppet on his hand, know, maybe a beaver he, puppet. I don't know. I, I just don't care. Don't and then care. Jessica Biel. Bloody hell. Jessica Biel plays a love interest. Because Larry Beal wasn't available, and who uh, who plays the bad guy? Who plays the one that they're after? Who plays the 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 worldwide baddie? The ne'er do well. Is who there is there somebody huge? I don't know. We got to be somebody that at least can bat away some of that star power they got in that cast. Well, Patrick Wilson maybe. Yeah, that, that could be the baddie. Because uh, the, the only other somewhat big names in the film are Gerald McCraney, Major Dad. Dirk Benedict, Dwight Schultz. Cameo. It's got to be Patrick Wilson. 
No cap. Surprisingly, no George Papard. Oh, I like that they have Dirk Benedict in there. Play, think he plays Face Man's dad. Surprise, actually, they didn't papa. get. How did they not get Mr. T back? I mean, he's not doing anything. He probably wanted to be in it as Mr. T, and they should have actually. That would have been the best thing they could have done was brought Mr. T back as Mr. True. T. He as still as do Mr. The role. T or as that character? He could still do the role. As B.A. He could still do the role. I disagree. I think he would be. That would have been an incredible move on their part. It would have made me want to see it for sure. I agree. I would have. I would have wanted to see the. Film. I would have run to the theater, and then probably stopped and walked a little bit because I'm out of shape. But then I would have continued trying to run. No. Paused. Mr. T is balls. He's he's great. If they would have cast him in that, you you would not have been excited. You would have been mad. It would have been stupid. It'd been great. <laughs> it would have been stupid. I'm looking, at, to an I'm looking at a big budget eighteen I'm explosion Mr. film. Nightmare of a career. Who cares about his career? How would that have been a dumb? That would have been a great marketing thing for them to have done. He looks great. He still looks the same. His biggest success in the past two decades in film is that he was thanked in the credits for War Incorporated. It doesn't matter what he's done since then. That's not the point. He got a thanks in the credit for War Inc. What's that? Is that the Cusack movie? Yeah. Thanks, Mr. T, for not being in this movie. <laughs> well, you're a damn fool. He Although should. he did play, he I have to give you credit, he played the wise janitor in Not Another Teen Movie. He played the voice of Earl Devereaux in Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. And I think we'll d- agree that his work in The Magic of the Golden Bear, Goldie 3, as Freedom, was Fucking fantastic! He also, also, they did, he did voiceover work for the new Halloween too. He did. He did Michael Myers' voice because and this, and this Michael Myers, uh, he uh, he he grunted and spoke for the first time. Usually, Mike Michael Myers kills in silence, and in this one, he was like, mm. "Remember, yep. like, shit, mm. fucking killing you." <laughs> hey, we have Rob Zombie on the phone yet? It sounded like it. That, that is typical of his. Don't give away this. Don't Jesus. give it away. Our special guest. Well, I think you're completely out of line by saying that that film would have been far more enjoyable, and it would have made me want to go see it more if, if uh, Mr. T was in the A Team remake. Thank you. I don't know why. I don't know why they didn't do it. He looks the same. He looks good. Yeah, exactly the same. He's a piece of shit. Fuck Mr. T. At least we all agree. Fuck him. Bits and ass and bits and boobs and shits and fucks and face. We are back. Talking about Mel Gibson earlier? Yeah. I just remembered someone on the boards was talking about seeing Lethal Weapon recently and loving it. The Shane Black was that Shane Black's first? I think so. Cutting it? edge cutting edge discussion. Uh I saw that movie when I uh when it like when did it come out? Eighty seven? Eighty nine? earlier. It's like eighty four, I think. No, it was, no, it was no, later no. than that. It was eighty six, I believe. I'll I find was, out. I was in a with the Eric Clapton Michael Kamen collaboration score. I was on a trip, a, f- a family trip, not with my family, but with a friend. You guys ever do that? You go with their family Shit, to yeah, some, somewhere else? No. We went to 87. A, went to a small town in Wisconsin. Boring town. What did you say? Well, it's Wisconsin. It's probably boring. <laughs> and we were at, we got all excited to see Lethal Weapons, like opening weekend. We were so excited to see it. We were kids. You didn't know what the fuck was going on. But, you know, Lethal Weapon, it's supposed to be good. And uh, but before we went to the lethal weapon, lethal weapon, we had to see, we had to go to a family. Yeah, because it's rated R. 
a family like a well a family picnic type thing like at like a oh place we it was real nice we had to dress up so we have to like wear like slacks and our shirts tucked in maybe some some knitted ties I don't know you know some kid ties and we got nervous because it was going long and we knew you were fifteen you weren't like fucking a fresh o- I'd cu- uh, I wasn't fifteen I don't think nineteen eighty seven God I was wasn't I no yeah I guess I was probably I probably was fourteen okay um. And so we got nervous because we're gonna miss Lethal Weapon. All of a sudden, like the, it was going along, we're gonna miss it. We're gonna we're gonna be late. But we got driven from the um, the family thing to the theater. So we walk into the small town theater dressed in the nines for kids at least. <laughs> Everyone in the theater looked at us like you know like we were dressed in the ninth kids, and they proceeded to make fun of us the entire showing of Lethal Weapon. Uh, guys threatened to kill us. Their girlfriends were sent to to hit on us, and then they would laugh from the corner. So what we did is after the movie, we ran back uh, home, probably in tears, pretty much because it was horrible. Changed into our awesome like duds, like our jeans, yeah, with the the ripped jeans. Strolled back into town, walked down Main Street, like a couple of badasses. That's how we got back into town. Now I have a couple of questions about this, sir. Yes. So you went into a theater wearing. Dressed to the nines in eighties garb. Yeah, it was like okay, late eighties at least. Yeah, it was late, but yes, but the, even though it was late eighties, you were probably wearing mid eighties garb. But how did know. you get into a rated R film at the age of fifteen? Here's how well, how we made that happen. Someone, an adult, bought our tickets. So they were they eight- didn't go to the movie with us. They didn't protect us against the hate. You know. Yeah, but there was a bad adult then who bought you those tickets. No, they were a nice adult. That's also how I got into Lost Boys. It's it's evil. Actually, I got in a lot. I think we had a chaperone at Lost Boys, but that's what I'm saying. I never dressed up for a movie again. I mean, it's this really psychologically scarred me. It's not a funny story. I started telling it. and I don't think I told it very well, but it was a horrible. See, I thought you were going to tell me a horrible experience. I thought you were going to tell me that um, you, your childhood story, like you went to the theater <laughs> and you were the friend. Yes. And then a butler came and killed your friend. <laughs> no, no, no. But I remember those girls. That girls were pretty. They were older than us, and they would like hit on us. They would say that we were really hot. And we what did really you try to like? Grope, you should have groped one of them. And uh, I so raped them. I said, <laughs> I said thank you kindly. Them. Like I was very nice. But then they they would laugh, and then their boyfriends were like, "Oh fuck yeah!" Man. Those were nice. '80s girlfriends, so you had no. no they're probably dead them. now, though. No, they're I mean, probably they're in their at least in their forties. Yeah. That makes me sad because the movie was great. I love the movie anyway. I thought it was really. A blast. So you actually watched the film and enjoyed it, even I though you were being I, taunted. I still imagine. I still managed to enjoy it. Yeah. Did you go back and see it later? Was yeah. With my, I was with my friend Tris Thomas and what? his family. Tris what? Thomas. Oh no. Yeah. Tris. Tris. Tris Speaker. And uh, did you see it later in a more? Oh, I've seen it so many. times. No, no, no. I mean, like that. When you got home, did you go no, back? I didn't probably see it again until video, video cassette. The oh, old yeah. silver and black. Cover, remember, I remember that? that? I do remember Silver that. and black yeah. poster. You mean the one that they still use? They still use it? Yeah. It's a great um, movie. Mr. Joshua. It's so good. And then I did not go see that. I was 10. Danny Glover dying laughing when that guy blew up from the grenades in his car. He just sits down and is laughing at him. Yeah, I would have saw that film in like 91 or 2. I think he's great. You're talking about Michael Hunsacker? Indeed. <laughs> is that who you're talking about? <laughs> This is so good. Who who is the who is the guy that got killed through milk? Tom Atkins. Tom Atkins. That's right. I think it's eggnog, isn't it? Is it eggnog? He gets killed through eggnog. 
And then there's all that. That's his Indian name. There's all that Christmas tree death at the beginning. Um, sh- lots of shooting through trees. Remember people toppling into Christmas trees? Yeah. Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> I'm a pirate. Um, Mr. Joshua, the the wet the wet fight at the, in the yard at the end. Wait, Mr. Joshua went into a tree. <laughs> no, no, he got a wet fight at the end. Because maybe that's why you two's here. <laughs> he got into a wet fight. This is a wet fight at the end. Flicking right? knives at each other like a bunch of dancing fairies. No, they were they were punching at each other. Trying to p- little pig stickers. Remember, they were like, "Let's put down the weapons and let's fight this out like a." Let's fight this out like Universal Soldiers. Let's make it. Let's make it. I just remember the a wet uh, fight. I remember the the wailing guitar, the Eric Clapton wailing <laughs> guitar, with the massive echo mm-hmm. during that scene. Because that was a tough ass scene in the eighties. I mean, it didn't get any harder than that. Do you remember? Well, remember I don't know. I don't appreciate how much how much more beloved Die Hard is than Lethal Weapon. That's what someone. Yeah, I don't. I love Die Hard though. Too. They're both terrific, but yeah. Lethal Weapon holds its own big time. And the I think the first two Lethal Weapons and the first two Die Hards are just great. Do you do you remember Mel Gibson's shocking escape the from Lethal Weapon? First Lethal Weapon, his what, shocking escape with the shoulder. Whenever he is getting tortured, and then he breaks the breaks our little friend's neck. He, cho- he chokes Al Leong with his feet. Oh, right, yeah. He doesn't choke him; he breaks his neck with it. Nah, with his legs. He died of choking. No, he broke. He died of broken. A neck. bone choked him in the neck. <laughs> the butler. He had a butler in his neck. I think that was when the. I think that's when the. Um, the during that part is when the. Someone the guys the in the theater threatened to kill us. But I stood fast in my tucked-in shirt. I think I probably did untuck it to try to relax my wardrobe a little bit. It didn't work. If Steve were 15 and in the theater at the time, he would not have helped you. No, what are you I talking don't. about? You would have fucking piled on. I would have kicked those 80s kids' ass. And you then I get nervous. Like, walking out of the theater, I get nervous that they're going to wait for man, us you should have flipped your collar up and walked over there and given them what for. And they knew we were outsiders. That's the problem. And we were outsiders, and we didn't blend them. I'm from the... I'm from the 819 or whatever. There, a bunch of rich kids rolling in this town. So you got picked on in Minnesota and Wisconsin. I was from Illinois, for God's sake. I wasn't like, hey, hold on. I want to get back to this bit here. Why do you say I wouldn't have helped him? Steve. Yes. You would have taken care of numero uno. <laughs> that is the <laughs> cruelest thing you can say. Steve, that you, is a lie. You would have either remained very quiet and observed and just seen what happened, or you might have even piled on. Like you quietly, like you in the corner, you hear like Steve, like after after they get their insults, he's like, yeah, that's a stupid shirt. <laughs> like really quiet. Where, Why do you say no, this? Do you nothing at no, risk. Just he's like, yeah, you have nothing to shirt. base that statement on. Bet your socks are mismatched. You, you can't be saying this because some people are listening they to this are going to believe you. They probably were ripping me because I'd had match, matching socks on. That's the thing. That's the kind of rips they were dealing me. You can't. How are you supposed to? Because I don't want to be fancy, and that's what they're basically. Directing fancy, they're calling you fancy pants. Match socks, iron shirt, tie, gel in your hair, probably moose back then. I mean, it's like I couldn't do anything. I couldn't tell them that usually I look like a sloppy man. (laughs) Over there slandering me. Tris Tris looked worse. I mean, Tris had like naturally, like his hair when he he looked just had, he had so much moose in there. Why is his name Tris? Tristan is short for Tristan. He needs to stoop it up. Yeah, that's about as cool as you can make Tristan that name. Thompson. Whatever happened to Triss? Do you know? No, we're not pals. After w- that incident. He died. He got killed through eggnog. He, uh, 
he i was like trying to what i was trying to do is deflect the criticism on tris i was like this guy looks even look at me but look at this guy he's even fancier you know somewhere he might be telling the same story uh, i doubt he don't even remember he was like yeah me and vustin jerk can't believe he remember us one of the highlights of my life even without with all the i can't believe he's over there the talking small shit town about hate <laughs> i saw lethal weapon in the theater as well and i believe i was visiting new york at the time so what happened? Did you have an experience? Do you remember? The I theater? watched the movie, enjoyed it, and then went on with my day. No one made fun of you? Shit, no, man. They knew what they were fucking up against. Hard ass fifteen year old with a beard. You no think one's I would with him? <laughs> you think I would learn? You think I would learn my lesson? But I saw Lethal Weapon two in a tux. <laughs> Did you have the, uh, the the frilly shirt? Do you remember? Cum- I had a cummerbund. You were looking cool. They had no business making fun of you. You know, if we had a time machine, that's the first place we'd stop because I'd, I'd, I'd take care of him for you. Unlike asshole over here saying that I'd just take care of myself. So he would show up, grab some popcorn, and sit in the corner of the theater and watch the movie as if for the first time. That he is has, a lie. He's like, can you guys stop berating that young asshole dressed <laughs> way overdressed? I can't hear McAllister threaten Danny Glover. <laughs> Man, that movie, that. they had some confidence in Lethal Weapon 2 also because they actually put dynamite or a bomb on a diving board. Remember? They had <laughs> so much confidence that <laughs> they, they decided the, that they could get away with that. They killed the shit out of some cops. <laughs> they, they, they sabotaged their diving board. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then Mel Gibson that, cried about it. Like, how could you not kind of laugh? I have to go home and watch that. I haven't seen that in years. They cut out a shitload of scenes, like where um, they they laced the basketball net with cyanide. <laughs> they they had some poisonous horseshoes. <laughs> the, the, there was this badminton attack. Maybe <laughs> they disrupted the cock. The tether ball fucking blows up. There's one where a guy feed he's feeding his fish, <laughs> and the, it, the fish it. explode. <laughs> Exploded or the fish explode? Each fish in the tank. (laughs) (laughs) They put a tripwire tripwire on a dictionary. Said he was feeding his fish and his fish explode. (laughs) It's exploded. (laughs) They they booby trapped his fucking goldfish. (laughs) <laughs> Can you imagine him? And there's someone in there wiring so wait, this fish. So wait, they booby each other fish, and so when he goes, to feed there's them, this, they explode? They, and, they, and they go to an extreme close up of the fish, and the fish is shaking its head really fast, like don't, don't, don't come near me. No, was that booby trap from the store? <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. I'm rigged. <laughs> Hello, this is Mr. Joshua. I would like to order (laughs) Tiny Dynamite. (laughs) Maybe some C1. C? I need waterproof Tiny Dynamite. That is incredible. I have got to watch that film now. And fish handcuffs. (laughs) 
how, how else did remember they had that chain of death and le- lethal weapon too? How how else? What do you mean? They had that chain. That was the diving board was lethal weapon two. So that what, was lethal weapon one, wasn't it? No, I think it was two. Is that where it's got the blow up toilet? Yeah, I think that's yeah, that's two as well. Oh, because remember Riggs at the end, he shoots that guy and he like he rattles off all the cops' names that they killed. He's like, he's like Smith, <laughs> Jackson, Giganet. <laughs> Can't believe Fish Fish Hancock. <laughs> Every time he shoots, he says the name. I'm still trying to get my mind around that one. Fucking incredible. I haven't seen that film in probably 20 years. God, Gary still good. Is classic. It's so good. And that's the thing is that everybody kind of like ripped Shane Black for a long time. Remember, like they, a lot of people didn't like Shane Black until Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, but he was always good, I he, Yeah, Long Kiss and Lethal Weapon I mean, he and just, Predator, all of his punch work. He got so much shit for uh, Long Kiss. Didn't he write the he Last Boy so Scout? He got paid highly for it, but it's a good film, I think. Did he do Last Boy Scout? Yeah. He write it? Yeah, it's yeah. a fun film, too. That film is good despite who's in it. I know. It's like Taylor Negron's your bad guy, and it's right. still good. Taylor Negron was better than uh, the leads, though. I mean, Bruce Willis is fun in it, but, I mean, Damon Wayans, it's like... Oh. He's got a couple of good lines. But. They have good lines. They're just not that great of... It's not a very good pair, but it's still a good film. Who did that? Who directed that film? Tony Scott? Yep, I think so. Yeah, it's a it's a good movie, I think. It's fun, at least. And it, Was it Daniel Harris? Was she the girl? Mm-hmm. No, wait. Was it her? Yeah. Halle Berry. Satan Claus. Was she... Didn't yeah. Halle Berry get destroyed? I think, I think it was car? Daniel Harris. I think Dan, is it Danielle? I Danielle? Thought it was, I thought it was Halle Berry. No, 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 different characters. Uh-huh. No, Halle Berry was in that movie. She was. She gets hit by a bus, right? She gets just machine gunned like crazy. Like he, I think Dan Wayne's is falling her to protect her. He doesn't doesn't work. I she gets hit by a bus. Oh well, fuck yeah, her. Submachine gunned, I believe. Yeah, that's. It was Daniel Harris. <clears throat> Kim Coates. That's right. The cigarette scene. Yeah, Kim Coates is a great. He he's he's a great death in that. I don't know about a great death, but it's a Taylor g- Negron has a great death. He does. I mean, and then Bruce Willis dances the jig that he promised. And Chelsea Field was cute. His wife, the actress. Who's what else has she been in? She's red hair. Sort of. She was in the dark half. Dust Devil. Oh, I liked. Yeah, she's pretty in Dust Devil. She. Do you think of all I mean, the she's, things she's good in Dust Devil, but I always thought she was very pretty. Of all the things in Last Boy Scout that are far fetched, the fact that she would cheat on him with uh, ever, with Bruce McGill might be the most. <laughs> well, he wasn't paying attention to her, but Bruce, Bruce McGill, McGill and Bruce McGill's great. I love him. Wouldn't fuck him in the closet. <laughs> does he? What does he do? Does he? Doesn't he? Doesn't Bruce McGill gets killed in that movie? Doesn't they kill? They kill him. I think. I think by he, mistake, his I think car he gets, blows up or something. I think he gets taken away. It's a fun movie, though. But I mean, he he didn't. Did he have? Does he have any stinkers on his resume? I, I know you don't like Monster, uh, the Monster Squad. What are you talking much. about? He, he didn't write. He that, co-wrote it. Oh. Yeah. But what does he have? Anything bad on his resume? Shane Black, out out not bad. As as a writer, yeah. Let's see. Well, he. Did, I mean, not definitely not as a director. You know what he's writing right now? What? Holy fuck! Lethal Weapon Five. Yeah. They, well, they're not gonna do it. I don't think. Gibson was. On that's the right. Fence. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So as a writer, uh, you know that the script would have been great then too. But yeah, he, um, he okay. His 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 last his God he still his last thing was still Kiss Kiss. Um, he wrote. Uh, uh, he wrote. 
Long Kiss Goodnight before that. Uh, wow, he's had a. <laughs> so he no, he hasn't really made any bad, written any bad films. No, he hasn't. Well, Last Action Hero. Yeah, but there was a million writers in that one, wasn't there? He was not the only writer. Plus, the script was supposed to be good for that. Apparently, yeah, the original one. I, I, yeah, I, I guess they, I guess if we have I to count. Right, there was like ten writers. Yeah, so we have to count that as bad then. No, you can't count that as bad because he was not the only writer. Yeah, that's true. I don't even know if he was, it was in his original screenplay though. Well, he's got a credit, so either he, I mean, either he did a major rewrite or he originated you it. You could click on that the film and have a look at that. Yeah, I did. It's there are a lot of writers. Yeah, I thought so. But that's uh, too bad that he kind of went. Into actually, it's his story. But his story, the, the story itself, is not a bad story. They, the, the, it the, just got out of the hand. Rumors about that film is that, or at least they always said that the script was excellent. And then it just kind of got nailed, and then they hired Art Carney. <laughs> To play yeah. Uncle Blow Up, it's con- it's considerably. Oh wait, wait it's, I'm sure it's considerably different. But it's a shame. It's a shame because uh, that I mean that that I remember when that was announced and there was the coverage for it. It was like supposed to be one of the really, really, really big. You know, his script would have been flicks. hard. It would have been like hard rated R. Would have been a lot more grittier. Well, and then I mean, he definitely is responsible for Downey's success now. I think. I mean, Downey is responsible for success too. But Kiss Kiss is what got him all these roles. That he's getting now. They got him Iron Man. And he's playing, he's got that kind of personality he has in Kiss Kiss as Tony Stark, so I keep calling it Kiss Kiss. I'm an idiot. But, I mean. Well, you're a big Yoko Ono fan. So Downey gets all the love. What? Come on, Jane Black can't make another movie? What's up? Yeah. <clears throat> so, that's Lethal Weapon's good. Good, good cutting edge film conversation. back and we got a little bit of a treat for everybody i know we were kind of hard on his films a little bit earlier but i'm kind of a fan of his early early we should films. probably we should probably set this up a little bit though nick had to you know go upstairs and tend to baby noise he so got you ba- and i are left to uh, he's also ba- he's also pretty bashful when it comes to meeting um people celebs. that are kind of famous yep. yeah well, we just got finished ripping this guy right apart <sighs> yeah but like i said i and i think it's nice for him to call in because he because he takes criticism, he's the kind of guy that takes criticism, and it takes it well. And yeah. I like, like I said, I like Devil's Rejects a lot. So, well, here's the thing, though: he didn't call him; we called him because Nick had him in his little Rolodex. Because he still keeps a Rolodex all these oh, years later. Okay, I thought you called in, but that's good. No, no, no we, we called can reach him. out to him. Okay, yeah. so without further ado, we have uh, Mr. Under uh, Under X. For would you zombie. like to Would you like to introduce him there? What's yes, there? on the phone we have Mr. Uh, Robert Terrence Zombie. Hey, man. Rob, uh, this is a great day for you. It's the release of your uh, somewhat hit film, Halloween 2. Uh, it's out on Blu-ray today and a uh, normal DVD. Uh, are you very excited for the film to come out on DVD for everybody to see? Yeah. Not everybody got to see it in theater, man. 510. Actually, two people saw it in theaters. No, it actually did okay. It made uh, it made double its budget back, and who knows what it did overseas. Well, so. you know, I, I remember uh, wanting to really go see this in the proper theaters and didn't make it. But then when it went to the dollar theater, Mr. Zombie, 
I really made uh, a little bit of an effort to go out because there's a Krispy Kreme donut shop right next to it. I don't check my box office. Well, I'm just telling Come you. Come on, I, man. Fucking. I tried to go to the Artists don't theater. question why. So he what? just does it. I didn't make it to the Dollar Theater. So after the first one was um, a kind of a hit, you decided that you weren't going to do the second one, but then you end up ultimately doing it. What, what made you want to come back to, to, to re- revisit the world of Michael Myers? i tell you what I did. 5'10", first of all. Is that... <laughs> Is that is that your your height? Are you are you excuse me? Are you telling us your height? This is height with his hair on. You know, I didn't have an idea good enough at the time. Oh, at the time, I didn't want to make a movie just to make it. Yeah. So they asked me. I said, "Fuck it." Did they ask you? I got an idea, but then I was at home. I was in my garden, kneeling down. I look up over the Hollywood Hills, and there's a fucking white horse. And I was thinking, I was writing a script about a white horse already. I was like, fucking, that's Halloween. And my band, I had a band called White Zombie. Synergy, sir. Took it down. <laughs> Wait, what did you? So you took your band down? I took, I took, no, I took the challenge. I took it. I made the film and I knocked it down. Do you feel like uh, your <clears throat> your great idea? Um, you think you were able to translate it onto the really crappy digital uh, photography you were able to throw out there to the masses? Do you think your vision came through? My work's all a time capsule. You you could put my sh- my stuff in a vault, and not know when it was made. I in. think I will put. I would like to put it in a vault. Actually, <laughs> it wouldn't be such a bad idea. That's very rude. What now? Let me ask you, uh, Mr. Zombie. You took the original character Michael Myers, and you and you said you wanted to reinvent it a little bit, um, and you know, kind of change him. So you added a beard. <laughs> what led you to that? I mean, what? That's your little personal flair, I guess. Is that what else do you think you changed about the character? Not pretty much beard. And uh, I, your wife's in this film. I know we, we we had a lot of people. Nicole Kidman tried out for that. We had Natalie Portman. Is this from Myers? But I figured I'd just go with the best actress. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were married to Brad Dorif. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> that explains where that mustache came from in the film. A very impressive one. <coughs> you know, I, here's the thing, though. I thought, you know, some directors like to cameo in their own films. Uh, did you cam- have a cameo in Halloween too? Because we didn't notice it. I don't think it's the oddest place to put himself in his work. Really? Well, what about you? Do you feel like you could put yourself in the work, or? I was thinking about it. Seems like you do a lot of thinking these days. Because I know the artists won't necessarily put themselves in their work, yeah. but what about you? 
five ten, man. Don't fucking think. Maybe the wart put itself in him. You're uh, going to follow this up with the Blob remake. Can you tell us about your approach to that? What are you going to? What do you? How are you going to remake that? How are you going to put your little Rob Zombie touches uh, on that? Don't want the internet to know too much. Well, it's, don't worry. Tell it all here because <laughs> listens to it or show that much, Mister Zombie. So five ten. Just think what you didn't see in those other zombie movies. So this is. <laughs> There's going to be a plot. So the Blob's going to have a plot. The Blob will probably be speaking in this one. Yeah, I wonder about that. He's got the Blob slipping around town. I got a hook, man. I got a hook hook. for the Blob. You don't understand the hook. It's incredible. I can't wait to see your vision of the Blob. Can you give us a hint? What's the hook? Give give us a hint of the hook. The Blob's got a hook for hand. <laughs> now you so, s- there's so, a they, I, <laughs> I can't the, believe the part the of the the part of the script that I read online that, that was leaked that you have a, a scene where um, the blobs at home watching TV <laughs> is that still going to be in or we've re- we've rewritten it time and time again twice well, did, it, did it say what was on that TV that the the blob was watching with his hands. <laughs> They said there's this the, the the blob watches TV as the the remote control sloshes and swims around inside him, inside his jelly, his see-through jelly. Yeah, can't change the channel with that hook. Pissed <laughs> off, gets an alien ship, flies up, crashes, flies down, fucks up a movie. So I guess the movie theater is going to still be in this then. Is that going to be a big set piece for you? My goal is to fuck up 1,500 movie theaters with this movie. <laughs> At least you're not going to fuck up 1,500 movies. What What? A, uh, what? Um. kind of approach? Like, what, Have you thought of the cast at all? I mean, we know that you're consistent. You cast your wife in all your films. She'll probably be in it. But who else? Who else do you think might uh, have a shot at? Who else are you pursuing? Tyler Maine is the blob. Have a, is he going to have a beard? Yeah. So the Blob's later on going to have a beard. I, I can't wait. It's going to be glorious. There, now, the original title for this was The Bleerb, right? The <laughs> <laughs> Rob Zombie's The Bleerb? People are going to be screaming their ass. Fucking bearded hook Blob chasing them. With a hook for a hand. Um, but who, have you thought about the cast at all? Like who you might throw in there? Lee Majors is, is, is in negotiation. Who? Lee Majors. <laughs> uh, I was hoping for some Lee Horsley. The only negotiation I can imagine that you would have with Lee Majors, Lee Majors is trying to keep him out of the film. <laughs> Mistakenly casting him and then working with lawyers to try to decast him without any. It's a bad day when you accidentally cast Lee Majors. <laughs> production off to a rocky start. I didn't take his call first week. Unemployment kept showing up on the caller ID. <laughs> Who else uh, are you are you after? Because this is the Blob's a big. There's a lot of Blob victims. 
there's going to be a plucky heroine, I imagine, because in the remake, um, uh, what's her fate? What was the name of the the actress in the remake? I like Shawnee Shawnee Smith. I didn't watch any other films to prepare for this. Ever? I don't believe in doing that. I didn't watch John Carpenter. I think that's. I think that's. Well, from what you've heard about the original Blob and the uh, the '80s remake, are you a fan of it, even though you've not seen it? I like the name, and I knew I could do something. And that's all you know about it. I saw the original when I was young, but I also I also have had personal experiences with Blobs, and I have my own personal information. For example, man, fuck, <laughs> talking about it. Well, actually, while we're on the subject, the fuck, uh, can you talk about <clears throat> how you approach writing dialogue? We got Josh dialogue? Charles going to be in the movie. <laughs> Josh you... Charles. How Josh you... Charles and Lee Majors. How do you so approach? How, how, how do you approach writing dialogue? Uh, you have to have some secret to it. It's not the artist's job to explain his way. You didn't go up to go up to kill a mockingbird and ask him that, did you? Mr. Mockingbird. <laughs> so we got Josh Charles and Lee Majors, Tyler Maine. And the blob is gonna Sh- be a bearded blob with Sherry a, Moon a Zombie. Hook, with a hook for a hand. Any any um any other ca- any other casting uh coups you can spill? Henry Silva. Any cameos? Like you know, I know you like to cast like cameos from old seventies horror films. Connie Wilson, Tom Waits, Tom Wopat. Dan Laurel. EGS Dan Laurel. Can we Both. expect some Connie Selica in this film? Is this a wish list or is this a you got list? You understand. <clears throat> He's very cryptic, isn't he? Yeah. Well what else is next for Rob Zombie after the blob? What else do we got? Do you have a do you have your life planned out? Is it packed full of stuff? I mean, do you kind of go with the flow? What's going on? Are you a very planned man? I did something called El Super Bisto. Yeah, a cartoon, right? Got another cartoon coming out. Okay. Got another cartoon coming out after that. So you have back-to-back cartoons. Can you give us any idea what it's called or One of them is a space adventure with Wallace Shawn. The other one's about a garden and a white horse. That's that white horse thing. Nice. Well, look, I know you got to go soon, but before you go, I want to ask one thing about your garden. You said you said that that's where uh, you got the inspiration for the the Pegasus theme in Halloween too. What exactly do you have planted in your garden, and do you harvest it for meals? Nah, it's just a bunch of fucking tulips, fucking daisies, man. That's a stupid fucking question. Fucking. Well, what's next for Sherry Moon? I know she's uh, highly sought after for other films that you don't produce or direct. Um, what it, what has she got on her plate? She's up for the Helen Hunt role. Twister. Oh yeah, Bill Paxton wants to do a 3D Twister. Did you hear about this, Steve? No, I didn't. He wants to revisit the 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 the, the Storm Chaser, Storm Chaser movie r- written by, was it written by Michael Crichton? I think. Directed by Jean de Bont. Also had a cow in that. You had a cow in Halloween too. 
that met an end, and now we have Twister. Yep. Had a cow in that. Now you liked this, liked it, didn't you? Which one? The new one. You you see, they held my hands a little bit in the first one. I was trying to steer the movie a little bit, but now I'm, so I, was, I fucking rocked your eyes, didn't I? You <laughs> brought tears to our eyes. You did Halloween too. Yeah, you know. Do you like the way he stabbed a lot over <laughs> and over? Sound on it. Sound like he was stabbing soup. I, my 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 motivation was how many times would his, would he stab, and then I added six more. <laughs> like, and I didn't cut. I was just keep stabbing Tyler. <laughs> keep stabbing. Yeah. I had five angles of stabbing. Well, I, we noticed that. I mean, he definitely was. He was definitely had the stab in motion at the up and down, side to side. Then a little, he threw one in for a laugh after that one. Yeah. He waited, and then he then he did the last stab. I watched to prepare. I watched Truffaut. I watched Black Exploitation. Watched Donahue. Yeah, the problem is though, he wasn't very. Um, <clears throat> he didn't have a lot of uh, different murderings in this film. It's pretty straightforward. Not a primal. Lot of- there's a, there's an analogy in the movie about him, like sharks. He's like a shark. You don't see a shark kickboxing somebody they not, do they do one thing not yet not not until your fourth film they do it well as michael myers is a shark with a with a knife in his hand and instead of gills he's got a, a mask instead of flippers he's got fucking shoes <laughs> and the world is his water in a jumpsuit let me ask you about that instead, 20- of, instead of skin what was your inspiration for that 29 minute dream sequence the beginning of the film, was it there just to confuse your audience? In Italian cinema, the audience is a participant in the film. I wanted to create a bond where where the viewer was uneasy the whole time. Like a spy? Government spy? Didn't want them to know when it was real or when they was coming out of their shoes. <laughs> now, have you seen Avatar? Fuck that shit. Fuck that fucking mainstream Sir, now is not shit. The, now is not the time to be writing a this dialogue. This is the shit I got to deal with. I'm trying to make a movie about fucking alien love with the blue motherfucker. And fuck. <laughs> I wanted to do it in old 3D, like 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 Castle, like a William Castle, and then James fucking Cameron fucking comes out and does this shit. He, ain't, he never recorded an album. So... Really? So you didn't see Avatar, is what you're trying to tell me. You're a little jealous that someone got to the to that idea first. You don't see McDonald's doing Halloween two toys. Fuck that. No, they don't. They don't. Does the McDonald's do Avatar toys? Fuck. <laughs> see, he's over there writing his dialogue. He's not listening to us. <laughs> um, and Sherry Moon Zombie, she's not going to be in any. You like? Yeah, I asked you what's on her plate. She's got. You said she's in the. Up for the Twister. She's, she's her own. She's going to be in one, of your, in one of your cartoons. She's doing the voice of everything. Pretty sexy, Rob Zombie. Way to go. She's a she's a, she's a a cute woman. I, I think she's a... You're lucky to have her. She's, yeah, but anybody can get a pretty girl. She's a special talent. She is... She's dynamite. Willing to go through health. Good actress. Love her. And she's... Uh, Love my she, baby Sherry Zombie. She's got a. She, she wanted to keep my you. original name. I was like, "Fuck that!" Like you're, you're the zombie girl. What was your original name? I'm. That's private. I can't tell you that. 
You don't want me to tell you that. Come on, let's hear it. It's just I, the two of us here. You really want to know? <laughs> yes, we do. Carjack vampire. <laughs> <laughs> um. So she would. What would she? What would her name be then? What What would it have been? Sherry Carjack Vampire. Oh no. Sherry Moon. Moon is her real name. Carjack Boom. Vampire Zombie. Sounds like one of his films. Yeah. He's a, she's a beautiful woman whose name is a, an elusive elixir. But the moon's involved. Talent might be a little elusive sometimes, according to Steve. She's horrible. <laughs> Sorry I have to tell you that, Mr. Zombie, but I'm not one to shy away from uh, you know, very controversial subjects. Your wife's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible and somehow you married beneath you. You know what she did before we met? Jack shit. <laughs> She's ungood. She's dumb. <laughs> but thanks for calling in. Yes, we appreciate your... We pre- or why we called him. Is that what you said, Steve? Yeah, yeah, we called him. We, thank you for taking our call. We know how extraordinarily busy you are with your... Halloween 2 comes out in Blu-ray today. You buy it. Can't wait till Avatar has a Blu-ray. That's kind of funny. Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> 